Hey everyone, I'm your host Matthew Johnson and you're listening to the Lifetime Podcast. This podcast is devoted to sharing people's stories and experiences. It's founded on the idea that everyone has a story to tell and that it's our experiences in life that both connect us with each other while giving each of us that unique touch. I hope you're ready for another half hour of random lighthearted conversation as well as discussions about life. This week our show is co-hosted by Nick Clark as we travel back to the shadows of my old podcast and analyze last week's SEC football games and predict this week's games. Now if you have an extra 10 to $20 lying around and you'd like to support what we have going on here at Lifetime, go ahead and support by finding the link in our description to our merchandise. We have all kinds of products, all customizable, so click on the link or head to shop.spurcher.com slash lifetimepod to help out with the podcast. If you know someone with a good story to tell, send us a message on Twitter at LifetimePod or send me a message on my Instagram at MJRyan1221 or I'm on Twitter at MrJohnson1221. Now to catch past conversations, you can find us on Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. Without further ado, let's send you on over to the studio with myself and Nick Clark. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Lifetime Podcast. We finally have someone that we haven't been able to have on here for a couple of weeks, we have Nick Clark uh, back on the podcast. Nick, how are you doing? Uh, lovely. <laughs> uh, Nick is enjoying the non-high school life of Southern Union State Community College yes. and Eric Rudd. Yes, the backyard experience. Hey, Thank you. you want a pool? We got you. <laughs> you want call. a pool in the state of Alabama? Yes. Do y'all do well, Georgia? Um, On special occasion, we do. It's, you got to kind of, you know. You have be to a, be special. Be a special person. But. If you're a special person from Georgia, or you're in the state of Alabama, yeah, hit up Nick. Yeah, just call us at 334-741-0303. Um, but yeah, Nick is... Uh, both of our girlfriends are not here, so we aren't doing the 3,000 questions, um, sadly. We'll get them back on here at some point, but schoolwork and church have got them two up, and... um. So yeah, it's just me and Nick here today. It's the great thing about a college life. Heck yeah. I only have one really math course and then the rest of mine are technical courses, so I don't have any homework with the technical courses. You lucky child. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I like it. <laughs> now, I haven't been able to have Nick on here in a while because we've had some other guests on here. Um, Brandon Marcello from Auburn Undercover or Auburn 24-7 Sports. Um, and then we've had Scott Carpenter um, and Brooke Kirchhofer. They're both um, two sportscasters from uh, Columbus, Georgia. We had them on. So, um, And then there's tons more. If you haven't um, seen some of the past ones with uh, teacher Tracy Tidwell, you can always go check those out again on Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or Stitcher. And again, to go ahead and start things off, I'm going to go ahead and make sure that I remember to thank Kicker 97.7 for letting us use their studios here on this Sunday afternoon when it is dead and desolate inside. It's the best time. And it smells yeah. like a hotel room in here. It does smell like a hotel room in here. Love it. You know, I would love for movie theaters, some movie theaters do this, where like they can, it's f- not 4K, but 4D, where they like in- inject the smell into the air. Really? That Which was- for some movies would be really nice. Yeah. And for some movies... Could you imagine, like, Jurassic Park? <laughs> Just, like, dinosaur crap in everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> what would Infinity War smell like? Um, war. Fire. 
I can go with that. Yeah. Like char, wood smell, maybe. Maybe some, I like this. some gas. And, that would be, be interesting. It'd be interesting to like, it'd be interesting to be the person to design those smells. Yeah. Design. What do you do for a living? I design smells. Oh, okay. That's a way to get a girlfriend right there. <laughs> I design smells, everything from farts to smoke and fire. Oh. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be <laughs> What a job. What would you call that career? Uh, uh, Smellologist. That would be a good one. It would. I wonder how much you would make a year. Or, yeah, a year. I mean, there there aren't a lot of theaters that do that, so it would probably be hard to get a job. But I'm pretty sure once you get a job, you would be pretty well off because, I mean... It's a hard job to get. Yes, and not a ton of people, I imagine, are very good at designing smells. I don't know about yourself, but <laughs> I am not. The old smellers <laughs> stopped up right now. I honestly so. don't even know that I can... Yeah, like you are saying, I don't know that I can smell that well myself. Yeah, that's kind of... Not operational <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead and dive into something that interests both of us. Um, kind of going back into what my old podcast used to be about a year ago, RIP SEC Fanatic. <laughs> um, yes, we. I would say that I've upgraded um, to, to this now. And so, um, but we're going to take a step back there and talk some SEC football, something that um, both Nick and I at least like enough to both talk about on the podcast. So if you're not a football fan, you can stick around if you want to, because knowing both of us, we will probably talk about some random stuff. Seeing as how we are not five minutes in here and we have already gone off on a tangent about being a smell designer, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'll we'll end up throwing some interesting things in here besides football. But this podcast is going to be for those of you who like SEC football and like diving into that. And so, Nick, you want to go ahead and get started? All right. Will you run down the first three scores on that page right there? And we can go ahead and discuss those. Okay, the West Virginia-Missouri game. West Virginia was, of course, you know, seven points. Missouri was 38 points. Um, well, one thing I want to know is why Missouri is in the SEC. That is a good question. They are not in the South, or the East, for that matter. So, why? Why are we even looking at this game? So, let's go to the next game. South Carolina <laughs> and Charleston. Well, got um, South Carolina at 72, <laughs> which awesome. is, you know, I honestly could see that. They're, they're actually an okay team, I will admit. And Charleston, uh, it's kind of the first time I've seen that name, so... Yeah, I think that's one that I think that's you know the case where they paid a team to come. It's South Carolina's. Um, it was their first game without Jacob Bentley, um, which shout out to the hometown of Opelika where we record this. Jake Bentley, um, it was I guess was is maybe this senior. He's a senior quarterback for South Carolina. He hurt his foot um, in le in the season opener against North Carolina. And so he will be out for at least a month. So this was the backup's first start. Um, and obviously, I think it uh, went pretty well for a first <laughs> to get start. 72 points. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think I saw something somewhere where I think it was South Carolina's. Uh, they set the record for points in the first half. So 
Did they? Poor Charleston Southern. That's pretty <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then Vanderbilt and Purdue. I'm just gonna go ahead and say Vanderbilt and Tennessee. Disgrace. They are a disgrace to the SEC. I would love to see a Vanderbilt or Tennessee. Prob- Tennessee, I feel like, has too much historic ties to necessarily take them out of the SEC. But I would love to see, like, maybe a Vanderbilt go away and Missouri. I was thinking, yeah, either either a Vanderbilt or a Missouri go and um, a Clemson come in. Because honestly, Clemson plays like an SEC team. Yeah. They're on the caliber of an SEC team. I could see that. And they're in the Southeast. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike um, Missouri. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Clemson, I could, instead of being ACC, they could come over to the SEC. That'd be, I think we could trade them a Vanderbilt. That would, that would be, or Missouri. I mean, I'd definitely like to keep. Vanderbilt more than Missouri, just because Vanderbilt's more. Vanderbilt has a lot of baseball ties. Yeah. yeah. All right, ACC officials, listen up. We're going to trade you. Well, we can't trade you, Missouri, because that's an an even worse trade. But we're going to give away (laughs) SEC officials. I'm going to talk to you. Let's give away Missouri and bring in Clemson. That's going to give us a lot more revenue, because right now it's just Clemson and Alabama right now, honestly. So. Um, let's bring oh, in Clemson. Let's talk about out Missouri. this week's AP polls coming out. Yes. Okay. The top four have three SEC teams. Mm-hmm. LSU, Georgia, and Alabama. And you know who has to play all of them? Auburn. Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to die. And let's just talk about Clemson. If Clemson were in the SEC, all, to- all, all the top four, four would be in, in the SEC, SEC. Or, and in the playoffs, at least in the playoff mm-hmm. picture. For now, but I mean, I know LSU can. <laughs> they're kind of a team. That's a, I know they a have a quarterback. <laughs> now that they've gone into an actual like offense where it's spread offense and they can throw and um, yeah, they looked impressive. Again, it was against uh, no, it was against Texas. So yeah, that's an impressive. That's an impressive win. <laughs> Honestly, Texas A and M Clemson game for. Texas A&M to hold Clemson to that short of a game, to only yeah. two touchdowns reach. Mm-hmm. That says a lot about Texas A&M, but it also says a lot about Clemson. Meaning, yeah. Clemson had a rough time against Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. But they, they still did handle, I mean, it, it was a 14-point um, game. It was actually, I think, th- yeah, Texas A&M broke Clemson's streak. They'd gone 11 straight games of winning by 20 or more. And so Texas A&M honestly did a good job. It wasn't as close as last year's game. I don't know if you remember that or not, but it was last year it came down to like the last couple of minutes. Um, This one obviously not being that close. Clemson kept a lead for most of the game, but still broke that streak. Texas A&M still handled that. And I think Texas A&M kind of proved that they are at least going to be relevant this year as compared to last year. Yeah, they're they're definitely going to give us some of them. I mean, usually, usually the issue with Texas A&M, I think we can all agree on, is that they never have a defense. But True. you held Clemson to only 24 points, and I think that's I think that's good for them. That's definitely saying something mm-hmm. about both teams, too. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And definitely, I cannot wait for this year's playoffs. And should be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting one. But all right, let's go through the next couple of scores here. Ooh. Southern Miss and Mississippi State. 38-15 to 15 with Mississippi State on top. I feel like that's just kind of like a gimme. There's yeah. not much really to it. Uh, 
take in there because Mississippi State should have won. They did win. It was a good margin, like everyone expects. You can't really tell much about them at this point. So, I mean, it was a pretty good win, too. I mean, yeah, it was a good, sizable win. I mean, it was what it was supposed to be. So, yeah, just not too much to learn from there. Ooh. And then we <laughs> had the slaughter, kind of like South Carolina. <laughs> Um, Alabama and New Mexico State, 62 to 10. Hey, you know, kudos to Mexico, New Mexico State. They got a, they got a touchdown in there. They got on the board. <laughs> yay um, for, yay for them. I mean, you, they tried. They, they tried. I mean, they was there ever tried. a chance that, uh, <laughs> there, there was maybe I mean, a I think that's kind chance. of expected. I mean, yeah. Did you see any of this next game? Oh, crap. My, Georgia on. and Murray State. Did no, you see any of that game? I did not, but hold on. My, uh, there it is. My thing went to a different page. Huh. Um, no, I did not even take a look at that game. I, uh, it was tied 7-7 seven seven in the first quarter. Really? Yeah. At the end of the first quarter, I should say that. I don't but, think um, Georgia... I think if it comes down to it, it'll be Georgia and Alabama in the SEC Championship again. Yeah. And... I don't necessarily think that Georgia has what it takes to beat Alabama again this year, honestly. And I know it's like a thing of, or I've always heard the saying of you can't beat a team twice, but that can also come into play like during the same season. Mm-hmm. But I think Alabama has what it takes, especially with Tua and yeah. the Jerry Judy, you know, yeah, with that matchup. I think that'll be a good. Game. That should be a good game. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Um, I mean, pretty. You can, unless an LSU or, or maybe a Florida to Georgia, unless and one of these, um, you know, uh, secondary teams comes in and shocks the world. I'd think it'll probably be Alabama and Georgia again. Yeah, and I honestly can see Auburn coming in there. I could maybe. I mean, Auburn's got to take serious steps to do it, and um, I guess we can go ahead and skip down and talk about that game now. Twenty-four to six. I know you guys watched it, and I went to the game. Um, what What were your takeaways from that? I'm gonna tell you, like I told everybody at the house, was you know Auburn plays like the team that they're playing. They, I mean, look at it. They played like they played Tulane, and they played like Tulane. Last week it was um who was it they were playing Oregon. yeah Oregon they played like Oregon and if you look at past games with the Alabama Auburn game they always play like Alabama unless they just have a really crappy team that year yeah so I mean I can I can definitely see them getting their way up to at least number two in the SEC West mm-hmm. there's yeah I th- I think the big three right now that are kind of emerging are Auburn LSU um and Alabama yeah. maybe. Some Texas A&M, I think that week, it'll be, I think, week four game against Auburn and Texas A&M will kind of be that that number three slot in the SEC West. That'll be a good game. I think that'll be where we can really take a look, take a step back and say, okay, these are your top three um, contenders for the West. And I do think whoever loses that game is probably out. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how that loser's season goes. If Auburn gets number two and they have the same record Mm -hmm. as Alabama... I could definitely up. see that the Iron Bowl being mm-hmm. the decider once again. Which is it's really crazy that that hasn't happened at all ever until 2013, and now it seems like that's becoming so much more common. I mean, that didn't even happen in 2010. Um, 
Um, 2013 was the first time it had ever been set up that way, and then it happened again in 2017. Um, it just seems like that's becoming a little more of a common scenario here recently, which is kind of cool because that's never happened before. Yeah. In mm. like, I like uh, it. And now the 150 years of college football. <laughs> um, we already kind of touched on um, Tennessee, but we can go ahead and jump back up there. Talk about um, BYU beat Tennessee 29-26. Talk, talk, what, what are your thoughts about that? <laughs> um. Where are you at, Tennessee? <laughs> um, honestly, I, I no words. Because, I mean, if you're an SEC team, I think you should play like an SEC team, and Tennessee just didn't play like an SEC team. Agreed, 100%. And for BYU, a really small school that, like, I barely knew about until, like, yesterday, they, to take an SEC team into second overtime, that's um that it's just disgraceful to the SEC. So I mean There seems to be this divide coming up in the SEC between these teams that are either gonna be really good, as in, you know, these top three, four teams in um in the top ten, and then you have everybody else. It doesn't seem like there's gonna be that many people who go like eight and five Seven and six. It seems like there's either going to be these really good teams yeah. or these really, really bad teams. I can definitely teams. see that. Like positive records and then you have the negative mm-hmm. records. That Yeah, I can see that. LSU and Texas. That was a good game. Texas is going to make a comeback this year. They're going to be okay. a good team. Because to hold LSU 45 to 38. It was a close game throughout that's the whole impre- stretch. That's impressive. They're going to be a good team this year. LSU, I think... I don't know if you want to call them overhyped because of how good they looked, but right now they are the most hyped up team because of how they won, because of how they looked against a good Texas team who is back on the rise. I think that LSU, um, I think they proved a lot. I think that this new spread offense is going to work for them. I think Joe Burrow, their quarterback, is a little more comfortable from what I did see of it. Of course, I was at the Auburn game, so I wasn't able to see very much of it. But Yeah, we didn't watch much of it either. So. Yeah. But from what I have seen, um, and from what people have been saying, the people who have been able to watch it, is that their quarterback did look a lot more comfortable. Um, so LSU could be your other team to reckon with. And again, Auburn goes to LSU. They haven't won there since the 90s. So that'll be another very interesting game to see. Um, the Tiger kind of Bowl. like the Tiger Bowl. It'll be another interesting game to see how that SEC West plays out. I think that'll be a good game for mm-hmm. the. Because I mean, Auburn's. I can't remember what rank they were for this week. Because they, I think they had gotten bumped up or something. Um, yeah, they were number. Auburn, you said, or LSU? Auburn. Auburn was number 10. They are now number 8, I believe. Or at least that's projected. I'm looking. Hold on. Um, Yes, number 8. They are number 8. All right. So moved up two places um, after honestly kind of a disappointing win. but With Florida at number 9. Wow. Florida right behind. So that's how many teams, SEC teams, in the top 10? In the top 10, SEC has... One, two, three, four, five. So fifty percent. 
weird well, powerhouse. The SEC is the, the good ones are the powerhouse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then the bad ones are a disgrace. <clears throat> Was Oklahoma ever in the SEC? No. For some reason I had a, out there. Because I always thought they were for some reason. But. Although if Missouri can get in the SEC, why not Oklahoma well, too? Texas A&M's in the SEC. Yeah, Oklahoma's further in than yeah. they are. I don't know. Bring in Oklahoma. Get Jalen Hurts back in the SEC. Hey, hey, hey. Now talk about someone who's been looking good. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, I can't. I, I hate it that he left Alabama, but I mean, at the same time, I see why he did leave Alabama. Yeah. He had every right to. He's uh, just, like, he's, if you want to look at a person who has such good character, like, he is an example yes. of a guy with good character. And I know Alabama fans hate it um, that he did leave, but he also stuck around when he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he went 26-2 and two as a starter and gets benched. Yep. He won a national championship and got benched. And so just to be able to take that in, to get benched, to stick with the team after getting benched, throughout the whole season before transferring out of there. And even this year when, you know, he set a bunch of records in their first game and he still came off and he, he wouldn't even smile for the camera lady. So I, th- I, I just think as far as, and he wouldn't smile just because he felt like there was a lot left to do and he felt like there was a lot of work left to do for the team. And so you just look at a guy with that kind of character, with that kind of um an easy word i'm forgetting it um humility that's right uh, that kind of humility um i just think it's really impressive yeah he's a he's a good dude he really is i've i i hated that he left like i said but yeah. it honestly i it was for the better that i mean he's too good of a player to be benched i mean yeah. he was way too good and he when he did eventually leave he did write a sincere note to mm-hmm. The fans and the team and everybody and I mean it was it was a really yeah sweet note I mean but and honestly I feel like that was a good use of the transfer I know, transfer gets abused a lot in football now but I think that's a good use of it um you know a lot of these quarterbacks uh, Auburn's had it a bunch to where they you know you'll have a backup who. You know, he thought he was going to be the starter. It happened with Malik Willis, uh, number 14. He looked primed to be the starter after Stidham left, and then he wasn't. You know, it was clear early on that he wasn't going to be the starter, and so he just left. Um, Bo Nix is actually doing a real good job. Bo Nix is doing a really good job. And there's some – I've already seen people say that he needs to be benched, and I'm like – He's doing great for a starter, especially a true freshman A true freshman who honestly doesn't have an offensive line really yeah he's doing real good um but also you know the same person who i saw um say that also said that bo nix was 18 and he's 19 he's actually older than joey gatewood so um you know let's get our facts straight before we post things it's kind of weird that i'm the same age as some of the people that Mm -hmm. are playing yeah how does that feel i mean you you're around the same i think you're 18 right so you're the same age as um joey gatewood who is 6'5", 238, just like trucks everybody. <laughs> hey, almost the same height, except for like four inches. Exactly. I'm just, you know, a, almost short, four, a short four inches away. Yeah, short. Hmm. I'm actually over that. Really? Yeah, I'm 260, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like right at 200, I think, or nice. 220 or something like that. I was 220 a few years ago. but 
if I had worked for Eric Rudd, I'd probably be a um, I'd trim off some of the excess weight. <laughs> I've definitely done that at work. And <laughs> I'm excited for that though. It'll look better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Florida, who uh, who we just mentioned being at number nine, and UT Martin, Florida beat them forty-five to zero. But what is UT Martin exactly? I mean, that was kind of a, a <laughs> give me game. Yeah. Kentucky beat Eastern Michigan, although this did just come in. I saw this right before we started. Their starting quarterback um, is out. Kentucky's is out for the season. So mm-hmm. they'll be going with a Troy transfer. I don't know his name. but um, So, yeah, Kentucky won, but they lost their quarterback, and they do have a really tough schedule ahead. I think they have Florida next. Ooh. So, and when you – that. Uh, Kentucky broke like a 42, 43-year-long streak last year, but that's going to be a tough one to win if your backup quarterback's having to come in for your starting quarterback, and I think it's at Florida, too, this year. So yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it's at Kentucky. I may be wrong about that. But still, <laughs> it's a tough game to have your starter go out and then have to try to turn around. And Yep, I, I agree. All right, last one, kind of the crapshoot of the SEC West. Who's going to be the worst? <laughs> Ole Miss... And Arkansas, battle of the bottom of the SEC West and Ole Miss. I can't. They won it, so Arkansas, Arkansas is the worst. As of right now, as of right now, we expect that they will be the worst in the SEC. Kind of like you said, it's kind of the battle of who's worse. But honestly, I think I would put Arkansas on top of Tennessee. Okay, why? Because Tennessee is a disgrace to the SEC. They suck. <laughs> who uh, Tennessee played who last week and still lost? Georgia State. Georgia State. And lost to them. Tennessee used to be good. Used to be somewhat good. I won't say that they were spectacular. <laughs> a, the era of Peyton Manning has long passed. Yeah. Although they do have the biggest stadium, so you would at least hope that they... I do like the way they do their stadium, though. The mm-hmm. checker, that's pretty cool. But I'd be the one person to like get in the white and purposefully wear orange. We should uh, take predictions of next week's games. Yes, I have them pulled up. Um, see, great minds think alike. Hey, we're, we're always on it. All right, so the first one up next week, Georgia and Arkansas State. Oh, we don't even have to discuss that one. We already know who's going to win that Arkansas one. State. Yes. <laughs> Mississippi State and Kansas State in a battle of the states. Who wins, Mississippi or Kansas? Well, um, if I remember right, my father, not my father, my brother-in-law's father is an alumni from Kansas State. Oh, really? And so, I mean... I want to give them a bit of the doubt, but I just think Mississippi State will come out on top. And I don't know if it'll be by a wide margin or not, but mm-hmm. I could see Mississippi State winning that game. Yeah, I can see this too. There's a lot of unknowns with these two teams. I don't think either the uh, either of them have really played yeah. um, anyone great. But I also don't think they've shown that they're great yet either. So, But I agree with you. I think Mississippi State, just because they are in the SEC, tends – um, to have a little, I think they'll win just because of the talent edge. Yeah. Um, Kansas State isn't a pushover. I mean, they no. played Auburn a few years ago and did decently well against them. Yeah. But um, Mississippi, I agree with you. Mississippi State should win that one. 
Right. Chattanooga, Tennessee. The Battle of Tennessee. You would think that Tennessee, you know, you would think that Tennessee should be able to win this one easily, but I'm going Chattanooga on this one. I got to as well. Um, you know, <laughs> the, just, just Tennessee's trend and how they've been losing games to small teams. I'm just going Chattanooga. How win do this you one. say that? I mean, like Tennessee has them home, but honestly, that's probably their only advantage. I wish Jake Bentley was playing next week. Because Alabama plays South mm-hmm. Carolina. Yep. Um, poor South Carolina. I yeah. hope they enjoyed that 72 point. <laughs> <laughs> um, they will be lucky if they get any this week. Let's just be, I mean, they'll be starting their backup quarterback, which, by the way, he it'll be his second start. His brother actually committed suicide not that long ago. So he has been kind of riding this whole season. It's been an emotional start. Um, not only just being able to start, um, start emotional start to the season, I should say, just because of Jake Bentley going down so early, him actually being able to start, but also that whole aspect with his brother, you know, that adds a whole different emotional yeah. aspect to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I think it would be a surprise if South Carolina gets him at home again. That's probably their only advantage. Honestly, otherwise, that this game, Alabama South Carolina game, is probably going to be the game of the week. Next week, I'm just looking at the lineup there, everybody. Yeah, I would agree. I don't see anybody. It's either going to be that one or Florida, Kentucky. Yeah, or I mean, no, never mind. Yeah, no, yeah. it's going to be between those two. Um, yeah, Ole Miss, southeastern Louisiana. I don't know. I've heard southeastern southeastern Louisiana yeah. is. I mean, I've heard they're okay. Yeah, but I mean, you would think Ole Miss. Would win that one. I think they have enough offense to do it. I mean, honestly, that's a hard one for me to decide, but I, I'm going to give Ole Miss the benefit of the doubt. All right. Arkansas, Colorado State. Colorado State pulled out the win last year against Arkansas. Arkansas coming off that loss to Ole Miss. Who wins this one? I don't know. Um, I haven't really seen Colorado State play. So, I mean, I really can't make any judgment yeah. off of them. But, I mean, I do know that they won last year. Um, I'm I'm just going to say Arkansas is going to win this one. Just to, I was just, always going to pick whichever one you didn't pick because, honestly, I think this one is more of a 50-50 game. Yeah. I'm, my gut feeling is to say Arkansas because, at the very least, I think that they'll have some kind of anger against Colorado State from last year. But since you picked Arkansas... I feel confident enough in Colorado State to, and, you know, not confident enough in Arkansas to go ahead and I'll pick Colorado State. Hey, it's a good one. Homecoming, Kent State at Auburn. Well. <laughs> Let's hope Auburn doesn't play down to their level this week. Yes. I'm going to definitely say Auburn just because Auburn's actually doing pretty decent this for the first two weeks. Yeah. But. Like you basically just said, I mean, Auburn does tend to play like the team that they're playing, and uh, I just hope that Auburn doesn't do that mm-hmm. this week because, I mean, to be get bit, oh my gosh, <laughs> words to get beat by Kent State would be a it's like wow, that would be kind of like Tennessee, that would be a game that will be remembered forever, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got to go with Auburn, it's homecoming if they don't win. 
Auburn's a disgrace. <laughs> yeah. They're going to uh, be right there with Tennessee, Ole Miss, yeah. and Arkansas. And Vandy. Yeah. Florida is at Kentucky this year. Um, but like I said, Kentucky just lost their starting quarterback. Florida ranked number nine. What's your pick, Nick? Florida. Pick Nick. Florida. I, I don't think Kentucky will have what it takes to beat Florida. I need to make a sign that says picnic. Wow. Nick, Nick's picks. Nick's picks. Nick's picks. New podcast idea. Nick's picks. Heck yeah. Scrap lifetime. We're going with Nick's picks. <laughs> and when I can get Nick Saban on here, it'll be even better. We'll have Nick Saban and Nick Clark picking games. Hey, if when Nick you... Saban retires and he's no longer an Alabama fan, that way I may interact with him without feeling Auburn <laughs> hatred towards him. If you can get Nick Saban on this podcast to get me in here at the same time. I will be forever grateful to you. <laughs> um, Lamar and Texas A&M. Texas A&M's doing good this year. They are. I'm, I'm definitely going to say Texas A&M. I mean, Agreed. Lamar's kind of a... Yeah, these last three games are kind of just yeah, crap those are, shoots. Those are, LSU, Northwestern know. State. LSU's definitely going to win that yeah. one. That's not even a question. But Missouri and Southeast Missouri State. Missouri put up... De- I can see where that one wouldn't just be a crap shoot. Like, it is... It, I mean, it is southeastern Missouri State, but Missouri, they put up some decent points, but I still don't think they've proven that they're a put-together team yet. That one could be a toss-up game, honestly, in my opinion. I think it leans towards Missouri, but not as heavily as you would like, yeah. like as you would expect. Um, I, I will give Missouri the win, though. Yeah, agreed. But by not like a huge margin, maybe by like a touchdown or two. Yeah. So All right. I mean. Well, that was an analysis of last week's games. And a prediction of next week's college football games. Nick, do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap it up here for this week? Well, again, thank you, Nick, for coming out here and spending your Sunday night with me. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, if again, this is the Lifetime Podcast. If I haven't said it enough in the intro or here for you to realize that, or if you just randomly clicked on something, again, you've been listening to the Lifetime Podcast. Everyone have a good night. God bless, and bye-bye. Go dogs.